Hey there, sit down, make yourself comfortable, and grab a cup of tea. Welcome to the 25th episode of Thea's Tea. Thanks for tuning in. Hey everybody, so for this week's episode, I am so excited to do my tea talk because I've got a really interesting mug and tea. So let's start off with the tea. It's this apple cinnamon tea from the brand La Teresita, which is a local tea brand, and I am absolutely obsessed. Today I was in the supermarket and I saw the entire stand of tea, so I started to wander around it and I saw that amazing packaging. It was so cute and it smelled absolutely delicious and it was also reasonably priced. So I decided to purchase it and I'm so excited. It tastes absolutely delicious, super cozy, as if I were in this little cabin in the fall by the fireplace reading a good book and that is definitely not the case <laughs> but yeah it just it's really vibey and I absolutely love it as for the mug this is such an adorable mug my mom brought it for me okay basically here in Colombia September is the month of love and friendship it's basically like a Valentine's Day but we celebrate it the whole month and it's not only for relationships but also like friendships and we tend to give each other gifts and play like a game of secret Santa. So my mom decided to buy me this adorable, adorable mug. It's light pink and it's not totally round. It's kind of like, ugh, I want to say fragmented, but it just, it has like these flat sides and there are lots of them so it looks kind of like folded, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. And then the handle is wooden and it has a little lid. It's just so unique. If you want to check those things out, then be sure to head over to the podcast Instagram because I post a picture every week with my tea and I am wearing bold red lipstick and I already drank a bit of tea. So that mug, <laughs> rip me washing it. <laughs> oh, and also looking at this little tea bag, It has a quote on it, which I think is so adorable. So it's in Spanish. It says, Cierta oscuridad es necesaria para ver las estrellas. So I'm going to translate it. <laughs> And it says that certain darkness is necessary to be able to see the stars, which is so cute, so wholesome, so beautiful. And I wanted to share that with you guys. <laughs> Alright, so for the life update, I want to take a bit more of time to talk about all of these things because this week has been hectic. So first, I want to share a little compilation. The last burnout collapses that I have been having over the past couple of days, which has been definitely insane. So the first one is that last week, I was writing a bunch of cards for my friends. We had spiritual retreats this week, which I'll talk a little bit about later on, but we make each other cards for that. So I made a list of 15 girls I wanted to make cards for. And that's a lot because I make long cards. I work really hard on them. I pour my my heart and soul out. I decorate them and I just put a lot of work into them. So the other day I was like, okay, I'm gonna make all of these cards today. I literally did not have anything else planned. I was just like, I'm gonna do all of this today. Bro, I got through half of them and I literally collapsed afterward. I had to take a nap and when I woke up, I was just like so out of it, so lost. I could not do anything else and I think it was just because I poured so much of myself into writing those cards that I literally just burnt out and after that, I was not able to do a single thing. I was just like, 
I, I needed some time off. So I think I may have pushed myself a little too hard, which makes me feel a bit sad because, you know, I don't want to, <laughs> I wouldn't ever want to be mean to myself. And I thought, I genuinely thought I could be able to do it. So I ended up distributing the rest of the cards throughout the next couple of days so that it was less of a workload. But yeah, I managed to get that done. I'm just really surprised that I collapsed in that way. The next way that I burnt out was that, okay, so basically, as I've mentioned before, my school has exams like constantly. It's not one week of exams. We're always taking a couple of exams each week. And we were currently on a break because it was between quarters. And what basically happened was none of us were sure when the exams would start up again. And I needed to know with a bit of time because when I have exams, I start working on them ahead of time. And I have like a distributed calendar where I start working on them a little bit in advance and we were told really late on that we would be having exams next week so that led me to have to cram all of the work that I would do throughout the week into one day and I thought I would be able to do it but I was not so again that led me to crash I had to take a nap because my mind and body was just so physically exhausted and I couldn't think properly afterwards, so that led me to feel really guilty, really angry at myself because I was I didn't meet my goal and it wasn't even my fault because I knew that if I had known with a bit more time then I would have been able to distribute my work better, but it was just a really messy situation and I felt really bad and my body was just telling me to stop. So I really don't like to see that happen because I try to take care of myself and when I see that my body is literally like, you cannot keep doing this, it kind of makes me feel a, bit, a little bit bad and like, I'm sorry, I want to prove to myself that I'm sorry and that I still do love myself and I want the best for myself. So navigating burnout is kind of weird, especially since a part of me feels like I am in a constant state of burnout. Now, living the life I lead, it is very likely and I definitely expect to be burnt out a lot because I'm just doing so much so intensely. So I think burnout would be really normal for me. And I started thinking about it and I was like, I, I think it's been a while since I burnt out. And then I thought, well, maybe that's just because you're constantly burnt out. Maybe it's just because you're living this long phase of burnout because I am very conflicted about a lot of the things I do. I think that a lot of what I do isn't done well enough. I think that I suck at a lot of the things I do. So maybe that's just my burnout constantly manifesting itself. And that's kind of weird to think about it because I know I'm not perfect at everything I do. And I sign up for a bunch of things because I want to be well-rounded and explore and navigate all of the different things life has to offer. Offer, but maybe that's just too much on my plate and it leads me to do everything badly and that's my way of showing that I'm burnt out so that was kind of like a weird thought <laughs> but yeah maybe I am constantly burnt out and then the last example of a crisis that I want to share with you guys is basically today was a really important day because I had to get ready and I was like oh I'm gonna get two ready and kill two birds with one stone because I had to take these pictures for an event I will be partaking in and I was also going to go out and get brunch which was super fun so I was like okay I'm gonna get properly ready put on this amazing outfit do my hair do my makeup and I don't usually do makeup and hair so I was really invested in it and then so I straightened my hair right and I'm not good at straightening my hair <laughs> so when I finished I noticed and my mom told me 
that my hair was really really greasy and i just felt so bad she was like you know it looks so bad it actually looks disgusting because you know i had already strained my hair and i didn't want to look like badly presented or gross or like i didn't take care of myself or i didn't have proper hygiene so i was just like oh my gosh what do i do and then i put on some dry shampoo and it did not do much so then i was like okay i need to wash my hair but i had already showered i had already gotten dressed so i started to wash it like in the sink and that was an absolute mess because i did not think that through i have not washed my hair in the sink in years and so i ended up failing and i was just like that yeah, just shower again it'll be much easier and i did not want to shower because i had already you know gotten ready i even put on sunscreen already so i ended up getting into the shower and i was so frustrated because i had so many other things that i wanted to get done in the morning and i wasn't going to be able to get them done so in the shower i just started crying okay crying in the shower is rock bottom and it has been years <laughs> since i cried in the shower so it was really sad for me to be in there and i was just washing my hair tears streaming down my face because i was like i can literally not do anything well and i was just like reminiscing over this disaster because the whole week had been intense and the weekend as well and i just wanted this day to be to go as I had planned for once because normally things do work out as I planned but this entire week had just been a really big mess and I wanted today because it's Sunday as I'm recording this to be a nice chill way to kind of like unwind and that was not the case but eventually I pulled myself together and you know just go to the Instagram and I pulled myself together I'm looking great <laughs> um but yeah, I mean, it worked out, but it was just really stressful and I'm concerned about how much I have been burning out in the past couple of days. The next thing that I want to talk to you guys about is that, as I've mentioned so much before, I journal every night and it has been really interesting because I've been at it for a couple of months now and what I love doing is looking back on my past entries. So, for instance, if I'm writing on the 10th of whatever month, once I'm done with my entry, I'll go back to the 10th of the previous month or a couple of months back and just read what I was thinking back then and it's so fun for me because it's like reflecting on the problems that I had back then which seemed like the end of the world and which I got through or the things that happened to me back then you know it's just so fun to do and it's probably one of my favorite things about journaling just like having that document to reference and to look back to I think that is absolutely amazing I want to talk a bit also about the week that I had I mentioned that it was very hectic and that I had so much going on, but along with that, I started using Notion. Now, you know when there are those like periods where a certain brand sponsors everybody you watch, you know, like that was once Audible and then it was Function of Beauty. Now it's Notion. All of the people I'm subscribed to on YouTube have been making like 20 minute videos about their Notion and I decided to use it. If you don't know what Notion is, it's basically like this online digital space, which is a planner, it's a notes app it's to-do list it's everything you could need and it's really huge but it's kind of complicated to use so i've been teaching myself how to work around that and it has been interesting i do not think i would have been able to manage this week <laughs> without notion not sponsored <laughs> but yeah you know it was just really fun i loved organizing everything through there and the fact that i like switched from a paper planner to a digital planner was very scary for me but it was also really like encouraging for me to jot things down i was like oh my gosh i get to type this other thing in my to-do list <laughs> so it was really fun and i want to share a bit about everything that i had to do this because i literally like collapsed <laughs> so basically on monday i had 
a two-hour meeting planning my next Model United Nations in my school. And then I had a one-hour practice for my debate team because we have a big competition coming up. Then on Tuesday, I had a three-hour course on being a conscious leader. On Wednesday, I had another practice for the debate team. I had a meeting for a gender equality project that I'm working on. And I also had a one-hour session of yoga. But unfortunately, I could not assist to those first two things that I mentioned because the Wi-Fi broke that day. I'll talk a bit more about that later. On Thursday, I had another practice session for the debate team. And I had a course for biomedical engineering that was an hour and a half long. And yeah, you know, that was just what I had throughout the week. On the weekend, I had some other calls and some meetings and stuff, but it was very hectic because in addition to all of that, I had to write cars. I had my usual workload. I have this chemistry program that I'm taking outside of school. I'm preparing for the SATs. You know, there's just so many other things that I have to work on. And it was really, really intense. I think that's also why the weekend was just my body like asking me to stop. So it was really hectic, but next Next week, I, I mean, next week is also really heavy. <laughs> I think that's just my life now. But, you know, I'm getting used to it and I hope I can manage it in the best way. As I said, the Wi-Fi broke in my house the other day and it wasn't only the Wi-Fi, it was also the landline and the TV. So we were completely cut off. And this was while I was in school. And that just really taught me a bunch of things because in that time, I was as productive as I possibly could, but that also showed me the dependence that we have on Wi-Fi. Like so much of the assignments I need to do or the projects I need to do depend on internet and I did as much as I could without an internet connection. But, you know, it was just really tough to like not have that and obviously also missing classes, but I managed to do like such a load of housework and just help my mom out a lot and listen to podcasts that I had already downloaded. I went through my closet, okay? I got out a bunch of stuff I didn't like. I unloaded the dishwasher. I did the dishes, you know, just a bunch of random stuff that I enjoy doing because I like housework. And something also really nice was that I sat down at the table and had lunch with my mom. Usually we just sit down on her bed and watch Netflix, which I love. But I was sitting down with her and we had like a really good conversation and I talk with my mom about a lot of things. It's not like we have a tense relationship, but we just really talked about so many deep things and it was so fun. I was kind of nervous because I didn't know what we would be talking about face to face for so long at once, but it was really awesome. And I feel confident to like go on a date, which is eating with somebody because I was scared to do that before. <laughs> it just like holds up a conversation for a long time like that, not fragmented or like chatting through WhatsApp, just an actual human face-to-face -face conversation. So I loved having that practice. That day where the Wi-Fi was cut off was really tough, but it had so many other advantages that I really enjoyed. So I guess it was pretty good to have that experience and be able to detox just in a forced way because sometimes I don't work hard enough to do that even though my screen time is two hours and a half okay that is as low as it has ever been and i'm really happy because i i love having low screen time so yeah yay me <laughs> okay so i'm sorry that this life update is taking a bit longer but it's just that since each week i talk about a very specific thing this is like the only time where i have to talk about what's going on in my life and feel like i establish real connections with you guys so Please don't hate me if this is too long. <laughs> um, now I want to talk a bit about the spiritual retreat that I had. So every year my school takes us to this house 
in up in the mountains and it's just so awesome because we spent a couple of nights there and it's this really amazing spiritual retreat and this year they did it virtually for just three hours so it was kind of sad but it was so awesome you know we really open up about our problems it's with my whole class like my whole year and we just talked about like really personal things and struggles and i came to this conclusion that knowing other people's weaknesses and problems makes us better people because it makes us more aware of the struggles that other people are going through and it opens our eyes so much more which can lead us to take better actions to be better people to be kinder to be more compassionate and i always appreciate when people open up about their struggles and this occasion really made me realize why i valued it so much and why i try to push it as much as i can and encourage people to open up and not pretend that they that they're perfect all the time because that vulnerability is so important to build a more human world and a more understanding place so yeah it was just a really nice experience where i got to like clear my mind and i read all of the lovely cards that my loved ones wrote for me so i just loved that space i will forever hold spiritual retreats very dear in my heart even though i do not believe in god <laughs> it's a really amazing space for me to connect with myself and just figure out where I'm standing. Another big thing that happened this week is that I went out for a drive. So I got my license a couple of months ago. I, I got it in January and I hadn't driven much since. I drove a couple back in like March, April in my grandparents' holiday house where there was just a bit of space there, but it wasn't like the open road. And since then I have not driven. So yesterday I went out to drive in the open road in the crazy streets of Medellin with the insane drivers yes <laughs> and it was very scary I was tense the whole week because of that but it wasn't that bad you know I feel I'm obviously not an expert and I want to be a good driver but you know it was a nice space for me to practice get familiar with the streets feel comfortable and just feel like I managed it a bit more and get rid of that fear so I really really enjoyed that space and I'm excited to keep doing it and become a better driver and eventually be able to drive myself places on my own also something that I wanted to mention is that today I just saw myself being the woman that I want to be and that is because you know so I got like really dressed up and I felt really pretty you know it just little things like that they raise your self-esteem for instance i'm wearing this nice sweater these plaid trousers i was wearing an olive green jacket because we were up in the mountains in the cooler part of the city and i was wearing these nice orange shoes so i felt really confident in my outfit and i purchased some tea i'm mean, like how cool is that and i bought my mom a present and i'm gonna wrap it later you know just all of these little elements that i feel like really are the women i want to turn into when i grow up so i'm just really happy to see that i can start doing that right now and start being the person I want to be. So that was really awesome. Now I have finally concluded this life update. Thanks for hearing about everything that has happened recently because hey, I told you a lot has been going on. Starting off with the topic for this week, just want to say that each week I make a presentation um, to like look at the topics and have it like visually aesthetic. And this week I chose a random presentation that had like a bunch of architecture and it is so pretty to look at. I feel amazed. I feel like I'm in a museum. <laughs> so yeah, this episode is going to be a little bit different because it won't follow like the specific structure. I always do like problem, reason, observations, advice, you know. 
But today I wanted to take a moment to share some stories that have stuck with me for years and that I use as metaphors. Just these really simple random anecdotes that I think are so revealing that teach a really deep valuable lesson and just I make them into these really deep things and I have quite a list so I wanted to take an episode and just talk about them and share like these random stuff that happened that have taught me significant life lessons so I hope you enjoy that. As you may have noticed, I am a pretty deep person. I love reflecting, going a bit further when things happen and trying to understand why we are the way we are. And I've been thinking about these stories for a long time, so I hope that my observations can help you guys out and seem interesting. Basically, the way this episode will work is that I'll share each story, which is really simple, and kind of explore what it can teach us, what I learned from it, and what I think it serves in my life, and hopefully your life too when you listen to them. So let's dive right in. The first one is a story that I actually already talked about in a Q&A, but I wanted to cover it again because it fits perfectly. And that is my relationship with peanut butter. Okay, so when I was younger, peanut butter was like this awesome thing. Everybody loved peanut butter. It was the perfect snack, you know, and it was just so cool. And it was not a common thing to have in my household. So I was really curious about it. And my mom one day bought it for me. I tried it. I did not like it. Even though I had built up so much hope towards it, I I wanted to like it. I thought it was so cool. I wanted to be part of that club. I wanted to be able to have this versatile cream and just put it on everything. And I thought it was so cool, so awesome, and I really wanted to like it. But no matter how much I wanted to like it, I could not. I did not enjoy the flavor or the texture or whatever it was. I cannot even remember. So that led me to think, is wanting to like something enough to actually like it? And let that sink in for a little while. Because the example I'm going to take this to is, I feel like you could apply it in so many different areas. And it's a question that I've heard a lot. The specific area I want to apply it to is relationships, okay? So a while ago, I was talking to this guy and he was so sweet, so nice. He was absolutely like perfect. But, and I was aware of this, I knew how amazing he was and how good he was and how amazing everything would be. But I didn't feel like the spark. I really wanted to. I wanted to feel it, I wanted to like him, but I just couldn't, even though I really wanted to. So again, is wanting to like something enough to actually like it? It's something that I've been questioning a lot because people say like your attitude is everything and if you have a task that you don't want to do, but you put a positive attitude towards it, then you can actually fool yourself into enjoying it or just stuff like that, power of the mind and how you can convince yourself of different things. But can that really be applied in every situation? Can I really fool myself into liking peanut butter or guys that I know are good for me? That is the question. (laughs) And I don't want to go too in-depth to this because I've shared it already. But yeah, that's just a really interesting question to think about. To this day, I have not tried peanut butter again. So I'm curious about if I would like it now. And yeah, I probably should do that and let you guys know if I like it. (laughs) But yeah, you know, I'm just leaving that question out there. I don't have an answer for it because I thought I did, but these other situations have proven otherwise. So yeah, I think it's a really interesting point to think about and to talk about with other people if you want to have a good conversation. My next story is, so 
I was on the school bus, right? And every day we would walk, well, we wouldn't walk, we would drive through this street, right? And it was by a school. So you could like see the inside of the school. It was like the court. You could look into it because it was like semi-open. And you know, the walls were like full of graffiti and it was kind of a little bit, you know, dirty. And I just, every time he passed, I got so caught up in thinking about that school and feeling like a bit of pity for it and just feeling bad a bit for that space because I know that my school is clean and organized and all of that, but that school unfortunately didn't have like the resources to be that way. So every day we passed by it, I would always focus all my attention into that school and having those unpleasant sensations in me and just feeling bad and feeling all of these negative things. And it was, it was an unpleasant part of the ride, you know, because I was invaded by all of those thoughts. And then one day when we drove through that road, I didn't look at the school, but instead I looked straight ahead. I looked at the street we were passing through and I realized that that street was absolutely gorgeous. There were these trees on top and you know, like sometimes when you're driving through a street and you have trees on either side, which are really big that they manage to kind of like cover up the whole street. So you feel like you're going through a tunnel. It was like that. And I think that is absolutely gorgeous. My mom does too. And we just love driving through streets like that because it's so green. It's so beautiful. You're literally wrapped around nature and it's this amazing space to be into. And the funny thing is, I had never noticed that because each time we were on that road, I was so invested in looking in the school and feeling all of those not nice things. <laughs> and then when one day, for whatever reason, I looked straight ahead, I realized all the beauty that there was in that street. So the metaphor and the reflection that I want to apply in this case is that sometimes in life, we are focused so much on one negative thing and we forget that we're living an amazing period of our lives. I know this is probably advice you have heard so many times before, just phrased a bit differently, but I really think that's absolutely mind-blowing because the good thing about these metaphors that I'm sharing with you today are that they are so tangible and it's like literally look I was I saw this and then I saw that so it's really applicable sometimes we need that clarity in our lives because it's not so easy to change your mindset when there's something happening when it's it's not that tangible you know changing your mindset isn't this concrete task where you just flip a switch so these metaphors are really useful to kind of like exemplify things in an easier to digest way so I really hope that's what you can get from it and anyway yeah i just want to share a bit of my life examples where i feel like this could have been applied so back in 2018 around this time of year you guys i was living my best life i was living my best life okay and in that time i probably didn't realize it i was probably consumed or stressed for whatever reason you know for whatever exam i had the next day or whatever argument just random tiny little things which of course at the time seemed really important. But you know, I was just like living my life thinking that was normal and that was what I would always have. And now looking back, I think, wow, 2018 me was just living her best life. She was so happy. She was so lucky. She had everything in place. She had everything aligned for her. A, a bunch of really amazing things were happening to me back then. And it's not like I was unhappy. I just thought that was normal. I just, you know, it, it was this normal, ordinary thing for me. And I wasn't stopping every single day to be grateful for what I was living through. And again, it's not as dramatic as the first example that I stated. 
I wasn't only looking on the bad, but you know, I definitely did let myself get caught up in simple, small little things and get my attention taken away in those situations. Now that I look back, I was like, you were walking through the street with the green trees on top, okay? It was so amazing. And, you know, I, I got consumed in that. And most likely, I will think that about where I am right now in the future. You know, right now, I'm really stressed about school and I have so much pressure and all of that. But in the future, I'll probably only remember the best parts and the overall amazing experience that I'm living. So, yeah, this is just a little bit of an invitation to... Not look at the side, but look at front, aka where the beautiful green trees are, <laughs> and realize that you are going through a beautiful moment in your life and living all of these beautiful things. And just really look at the bigger picture, all of the family you have around you, your friends, your basic necessities covered, water to drink, to be able to shower, clean yourself, food to eat, your parents that they have a job and you having all of these electronic devices to be able to listen to my podcast <laughs> and you know connect to class and do all of these things that so many other people can't so yeah just always be grateful of the bigger picture my third story involves a friend juana if you're listening hi love you and a piece of paper basically a couple of years ago in school juana and i were talking and i don't know what we had to do for that day or what we had to bring but she had printed something on a piece of paper. And you know when you like print something on a paper on like both sides, if you're doing that manually. That's to say like your printer doesn't automatically turn around the sheet for you, but you have to do it yourself. You have to like turn it upside down and then turn it like right side down, if that makes sense. You have to like turn it around in both senses for it to come out like on the other side, like at the same part for the top and at the same part for the bottom. I don't know if that makes sense, but yeah. <laughs> and in her case, she had the sheet of paper where on like one side, it was from the top to the bottom. And then the other side, the top was at the bottom and the bottom was at the top. Please tell me you're understanding what I'm saying. Basically, it was like upside down on one side, which was unconventional towards what I had always known. I had always made sure that whenever I printed something on both sides, that they both had the same top and the same bottom. And the way Juana showed it to me was like this really cool, innovative thing because the way she took it was she took the piece of paper and instead of like simply turning it around to the other side, she would like flip it and it looked really cool and it was really fun to do. And she was like, oh my God, guys, look, this is my piece of paper. And then, and she just showed us how she would flip it. And it was really interesting to see that because in my eyes, that had always been a negative thing. That had been a mistake. Like, oh, you printed it wrong. You didn't flip the paper properly. But to her, it was this really cool tool and this amazing fun thing that was super different. And it made me realize like, Thea, who the heck gave you the authority to think that the way you were doing it was right and I didn't tell her the way she was doing it was wrong because it made me realize like oh you had always been doing it this way but this other way is actually really cool and you had always thought it was the wrong way to do it but it actually has all of these other advantages and all of these other unique traits and that's how this other person views it you know and that just left me completely astonished because as I said I lived my whole life thinking that my way was the right way 
my way or the highway. <laughs> but she showed me this other way and she was so happy with her version, which to me was before this event occurred the wrong way and the negative way, but she saw it as a super cool thing. So that really opened my eyes. And what I want you guys to take away from this is that when you think something is wrong, it could be right. Some flaws are actually strengths. And I think that's so important to realize because I can also apply it in other aspects of my life. For instance, as I mentioned before, I'm on the debate team as my school and a bunch of the girls I work with are really convincing and just kind of like they get angry when they speak and that really you know is convincing to other people because they just believe what they're saying so much and they convince you and they kind of scare you into believing it but i'm not really like that i have worked a lot in model united nations so i am much more diplomatic <laughs> and when i'm arguing when i'm debating i don't tend to yell at other people i tend to keep my cool and try to convince them that way and for the longest time i thought that was a weakness because the only way to convince other people was if you were yelling at them and not being mean, but just really like imposing yourself. And then my teammates and my teachers were like, no, but that's your own strength. That's your own particular style. And you manage to convince people while keeping your cool and while being calm. And that is an amazing thing. It's not bad. It's your own style and it's different and it's unique. And that's what makes it so special. So... Yeah, that also just really blew my mind away because, again, what we can see as flaws can actually be these amazing strengths and we don't even realize it. So this is an invitation to, again, look at things from a different perspective. Really, nothing in life is black or white and each thing can have its pros and, in and its cons. Nothing is absolutely perfect or absolutely terrible. So when you're facing an adversity or something that you did not expect or that you would initially have deemed as bad, make sure that you look at it in another way and try to find the other strengths that this situation could have because it's such an amazing thing and these little examples really show like all the potential this perspective truly have the last anecdote i want to talk about is something that i learned from a claudia saluski video so basically over the course of a couple videos claudia was talking about okay a little bit of context she lives in this house with phineas Oh, sorry, I should probably explain who these people are. I'm sorry, I hate it when people just assume you know everything. Basically, Claudia Saluski is this lifestyle YouTuber and she is married. No, she's not married. Sorry, oh my god. <laughs> she is dating Phineas, Billie Eilish's brother, and they bought a house together, which is the name of their podcast. We bought a house. <laughs> it's really good, by the way. Okay, anyway, um, so it's kind of like this old Spanish house, and they've been really just decorating it a bunch and doing a bunch of things to it, and it has like this really particular decor, which you'll see if you watch Claudia's vlogs. And at one point, they were like considering buying a new rug, right? So in a video, Claudia asked, okay, should I get the dark blue or the teal? And she put the pictures like on the screen for her viewers to see. And she was like, comment down below. And she explained the pros and cons of each rug. She was like, okay, the dark blue may seem a bit more boring, but it's safe. I know that if I purchase it, I will be happy either way. There's really no going wrong with it. It won't seem too out there. It'll match with everything I have and it won't seem like too crowded or too many different colors. But 
the teal is such a statement piece. It is so cool and it's really awesome, but I don't know if I will love it or if I'll be able to work with it. Comment down below what you guys think. So, you know, she posted the video. I voted for the teal because I am kind of reckless <laughs> with these types of things. And like a lot of the time, even when I'm buying clothes, I purchase an item just because I like it. And a flaw that I have is probably not picturing how I would combine it with other items in my closet i'm like i'll worry about that later but i just really like this specific piece and i don't really worry when i'm shopping about finding like the cohesion and the aesthetic and how everything will come together so yeah you know i just voted teal because i was like that color is absolutely gorgeous that is such an awesome rad rug it's a rad rug okay <laughs> and then a couple of videos later she was like oh my gosh you guys i purchased the rug and i was so excited and she was like, I ended up purchasing the teal for one specific reason. Everybody who voted for the teal was so much more passionate about it. And that just left me in awe because it's true. Even she said it herself when she was talking about the navy one, she was like, it's the safer option, you know? She said that in the comments of the video, everybody who was talking about navy was like, just get the navy, you'll be happier with it. But everybody who wanted the teal was like screaming and yelling, get the teal. And that's what convinced her to get the teal because everybody was so passionate and so firm in their belief for the teal. And that just really left me thinking. I mean, sometimes in life, we can make reckless decisions, but it's what we truly want. It's what we're truly passionate about. And that's not to say that you should make all of these crazy decisions all the time just because you're passionate about them. You obviously do need to be like, you need to think a bit more, but sometimes passion really does speak more than logic. Like if you really care about something, whether that be a purchase you want to make or a person you want to keep in your life or a place you want to travel to, Maybe the fact that you care about that so much should be more important than the pros or the cons or how smart is this, you know? And it's not a bulletproof formula. Sometimes even if you are really passionate about something, it could fail. But it's really important to also listen to your emotions from time to time. And I feel like if there's this little voice persisting inside of your head that you're really passionate about something, then maybe it's worth looking into. And after that happened, like after I saw that video, I just felt like a really nice sensation in my head because it was like, hey, you know, you doubted your sense of style or I wanted to say fashion, but like house fashion. House fashion is a thing. I just made it a thing. <laughs> I doubted my house fashion style. And I felt insecure about it because I was like, this probably isn't that smart. But hey, at the end, it, and it worked out because... I was passionate about it and I mean Claudia didn't buy the rug just because I said so but we as a community of teal voters were passionate about it and we believed so firmly in it and we had kind of like stars in our eyes. We were visionaries. We were excited and we were revolutionary basically. <laughs> um, and yeah, you know, that was just a really awesome thing to have been a part of and to have seen with my own eyes and I'm really glad that I could transcend it this deep. So yeah, I hope that leaves you thinking. So now that we are coming to a bit of a close, at least for the stories portion, I wanted to leave a couple of main messages. So the first one is that life literally gives you metaphors right underneath your nose. So look out for them because it can be really fun to think about them as I just did. I hold these stories very dear in my heart and even though some of them happened years ago, I still remember them and I still think they are so important. So I hope that you can look at your life 
with these eyes it definitely teaches you a bunch of lessons which you would have otherwise totally discarded and they're simple things that have a very deep and valuable meaning so please keep your eyes peeled for that i wanted to ask you guys also if you had any deep anecdotes that you wanted to share with me if you do please be sure to contact me you can email me or you can send me a dm of course i would love to read all of your stories and maybe share some in my next episode You guys, I cannot with this tea. It is absolutely spectacular, okay? And that is not an understatement. Um, basically, like, I don't drink much tea. I literally only drink tea when I record because I was very stressed because, like, I we have a lot of tea, but a lot of that tea I don't like. It's just English breakfast and icky. Sorry, I should not say icky to food, but unpleasant for me <laughs> flavors that i don't really like so i was kind of like saving the few ones that i did like but now that i purchased this box that comes with 20 packets plus two additional like different flavors it comes with it comes with two packets of like different flavors for me to try and you know want them and purchase them <laughs> um so i feel like i may actually be able to drink more tea because I kid you not, this tea was absolutely delicious. It is so good. What I said at the beginning about the vibe, totally, totally 100% the vibe, but it's also such an amazing flavor. I cannot describe it. It, it, it feels like a warm hug. It feels like a warm hug. Anyways, <laughs> uh, the weekly favorites. <laughs> this week, I bring to you a podcast, an online creator, and a quote. So the podcast is one that's called How to Fail, and I love seeing the reaction of people whenever I mention this name. But it's basically How to Fail with Elizabeth Day, and she is a journalist. Every week, she interviews a different person, and they literally talk about their failures. Because as she puts it, learning to fail is actually learning to succeed. And she really, like, shamelessly talks about the things that people think went wrong and i love that because she brings these super successful people but they're not ashamed to talk about the mistakes they've made they're happy to talk about them and learn about them and pinpoint where things went wrong and how that impacted their lives and i think those conversations are so important because as i try to promote so much on this podcast i want to promote reality and people being honest and frank and not these images of themselves where they're like perfect or their lives are amazing i just crave real people and people who are honest so i love this podcast because you know people can just talk about a whole bunch of experiences throughout their lives and really reflect on like these things and give you advice so that you don't make the same mistakes but I, again i just i love the concept i think it is so original so different it promotes such a healthy and realistic message the most important people we know have made mistakes and it's important to talk about them and get rid of that taboo on failure as we call it or that negative connotation that we have with it because it's actually an opportunity to grow and to learn and that is precisely what elizabeth is trying to change in the world also i admire her interviewing abilities because she gives such thorough introductions and she introduces the people she's going to interview in a really full way and she talks about all of their achievements everything they've done you know gives you a bunch of context which is really nice and her interviewees actually appreciate it a lot but i admire it so much because i do interviews on here too and i want to be as good giving introductions as elizabeth is plus oh i forgot to mention this she's british so her accent is absolutely amazing i love <laughs> i love listening to british people's podcasts and i know this is 
<laughs> I, I just I love the accent okay like any other person I love the accent and I love listening to them talk and yeah as I said the content is so valuable as well so it's just a win-win definitely check it out the online creator is a youtuber I have loved for actual years you guys her name is Emma Johansson and what's particular about her is that she lives in Sweden okay Sweden the country of my dreams I visited Sweden a couple of years ago and I loved it I want to live there when I grow up so seeing Emma's videos there are so amazing because she shows a lot of the nature which is so amazing and I love having kind of like that Swedish context. I think it is so unique and so different. Emma makes videos about pretty much anything lifestyle related. She'll do like tips videos, cleaning her room and just getting her life together, get ready with me, just all of that amazing content, which I love. And her videos are so aesthetically pleasing. Like the camera quality is amazing and it just looks really nice. Like the color palettes she uses and the setup, I just think it looks so amazing and it's so calming to watch. In addition, I love the music she uses in her videos. Her music taste is everything I love. I follow her on Spotify and it has shaped so many of my playlists because the music is just spectacular. It's very much indie. So I have loved incorporating all of that into my life plus she does like a music i used in this video at the end of every video so it's really easy for you to find the songs you like and i guess i really like emma because she is a real person and she talks about her emotions and her feelings and her struggles in a very open way she doesn't pretend to be perfect and i just i love that she's honest and open because Unlike many other influencers who pretend to be perfect all the time, she is honest about her emotions and her feelings. And as I literally just said, that is so important to me. And I love feeling like I can connect with her that way. Also, her Instagram feed is amazing. I follow her on there as well. <laughs> and I love seeing everything she posts. Yeah, she's just really organized. She has an amazing taste in fashion. I love watching her videos. Her life is just such an aesthetic. I definitely recommend you check out her videos. Like I have been watching her oh okay fun story so i discovered her i say discovered like <laughs> i'm christopher columbus <laughs> but i mean like i hate that word like okay i I, I mean, I guess like discovering is finding something that already existed, but it makes me sound like this pioneer, this amazing person. But, you know, I'm just like anybody else who stumbled across her channel and I was watching her videos while I was in holiday in Sweden. So that was just so awesome to me. And I love like watching her videos and I remember like vlogs she recorded years ago. And it's just she has such a special place in my heart and I've grown up with her. So it's really awesome for me and I definitely wanted to share her content with you guys. Lastly, I have a quote for you guys. Now, this was featured in Michelle's B, one of her recent videos, where she talks about how perfectionism is subtly ruining her, your life. So what she said, and I quote, wins create wins. Now, this isn't within like the central topic of the video, but it's just this phrase I heard her say and I automatically loved it. I've talked a lot about on this podcast how a thought triggers an action and that action at the same time triggers a thought so for you to be able to achieve your goal first you need to thoroughly believe that you're going to achieve it and that shift in mindset will lead you to take better actions that will lead you closer to that goal but at the same time once you see those actions giving you results you'll be more motivated and your mindset will be even more encouraged so i think that quote wins create wins definitely exemplifies all of that and i mean you need to start somewhere and that somewhere needs to be a positive attitude and taking steps towards whatever your goal is but 
when you see that you start thriving, that will encourage you to continue the cycle and to keep thriving. So I loved hearing Michelle say that. And as I've talked about a lot, like I admire her content so much. She has been featured in favorites of previous episodes. But I wanted to mention this specific quote because I felt like it summed up everything that (laughs) I sometimes take a while to explain. But yeah, you know, just remember wins create wins and seeing yourself thrive will motivate you to want to keep doing better. So just remember that. Lastly, you guys, the review. Before we get started, make sure that you leave my podcast a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps me so much. Or you can send me a nice little email with your thoughts, feedback, suggestions, whatever you wish. Or you can also send me a voice message through Anchor and I will feature it in the podcast. But today I wanted to read you guys a lovely little DM that Sophie sent me. So she said, I discovered your podcast a few weeks ago and I'm obsessed. So I asked her if she had any suggestions or what she wanted to hear more about. And she said, I would love to hear more about your life in Colombia. Also, your favorites are always inspiring and I often find amazing creators. Thank you. So this definitely warmed my heart so much. First of all, I am so happy that people are discovering my podcast and finding it. That is such an honor for me and I love to see this project grow and that more people all around the world can hear what I have to say because I think it's valuable. (laughs) Secondly, I'm really glad that my life interests people so I will definitely keep that in mind. Life is so different depending on where you live in the world so I would love to shed a bit more light on how my life works here where I live and kind of like talk a bit more about that and the other places I've lived so I will for sure keep that in mind and lastly thank you so much for what you say about my favorites I put a lot of thought into them and honestly thought that nobody cared that much but I'm so glad that you actually listened to what I recommend I speak from the heart when I talk about my favorites and I talk about creators or ideas that I genuinely feel moved by so I'm so glad that you recognize that and that you are motivated to actually check these people out so thank you so much for your kind words and yeah that was just a really nice note to end this episode on thanks for listening well that's about it for this episode I would like to clarify that I am not a specialist everything I share is based off of my experience and what I've learned don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at TheAST Podcast. I'm very active on there. It's a visually aesthetic platform built with interactive spaces for us. Please tag me on your stories and send me pics listening with your tea. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe. <laughs> Whatever your platform lets you do, it would help me out a lot. Because reviews are the only way I can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, I read reviews here, so if you want to be featured, be my guest. Go ahead and spread this episode with any friends or family you think will like it. I would love it for you to share your thoughts on this podcast. You can send me a voice message directly through Anchor or through my email, theastypodcast at gmail.com. You can reach out for business inquiries and set up sponsorships through there as well. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's a bunch of fun stuff listed down there alongside with links to everything I mentioned here today. Remember, you can join me every Thursday for a new episode, including the last one of every month with a guest and an additional bonus Q&A every month. Thanks for tuning in. Have a beautiful week. Mm -hmm.